Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Tap Into Greater Olean Podcast. My name is Donovan Moffat. With me is David Malchek. Today we'll be discussing the St. Bonaventure Bonnie's basketball season thus far and also what is going to be happening with them in the future. As we all know, if people have been following, the Bonnies have started out at a 1-2 and two record. And with that, has been very disappointing to some fans. I know me personally as well as Dave, that has been very disappointing, losing at home to Bucknell University as well as losing on the road to Niagara University. And with me, David wrote a story from the first game of the year against Bucknell. David, tell me about that story. Yeah, well, um, the story went out um, last Wednesday, and, um, you know, this was a very close game. Bonaventure took the lead um, real quick in the game. They were up pretty big. I think it was something like 9-2, and then um, they went on a bad streak. Bucknell took the lead, but with about 10 minutes left in the first half on, Bonaventure had the lead. and I wouldn't say they controlled the game, but, you know, to a point where they didn't give up the lead, and that's what counts. Um, now, Bucknell cut it to one a couple times, and the notable thing to me is they had the lead all the way, whether it was one point or I think at, at a couple of instances it was – upwards of 12 points, I think there was a 13-point lead. They had that lead all the way until there was 31 seconds left, um, and the game was tied at 71 and pushed into overtime. Um, Someone who did command the game was uh, the senior guard, McKenzie, of Bucknell. He dropped 28 points. Um, Kyle Lofton was the lead scorer for Bonaventure. But, you know, Bonaventure had the lead the whole game, essentially. And inside a minute and a half, had two very costly turnovers. You can see the difference um, when you have, you know, it's one thing, I think, to have your younger guys um, as your your big men. But to have your freshmen handling the ball, um, you know, I believe it was Kyle Lofton who threw the ball away um, with 50 Mm -hmm. seconds left, right into the Bonaventure bench. Tough mistake. It probably doesn't happen with an upperclassman, but that's kind of the point of having these young guys here right now. You're trying to get them these experiences, and that's what um, Schmidt was talking about after the game, in that they actually had an 11-point lead with five minutes to go, Mm -hmm. and you end up losing the game at home. Uh, this doesn't happen with a good team. It doesn't happen with a veteran team. So these guys are, and actually that was his characterization. He said, this doesn't happen with a good team. So I don't know if he's saying that means the team is bad. I do know that he thinks the team is young. And that's very true. And there are these learning experiences. And that was just a classic I, hey, it was just a classic rookie mistake there by Lofton. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can't throw the ball away with less than a minute left in a game that's this close. Both teams made their free throws, mm-hmm. but uh, that's really what it came down to in the season opener there. The, the one good part was um, 
before the game, they put up the banner from the 2018 tournament run. What a, so, se- what a season that was. Yeah, I mean, so that's very special. I know people came out to see it. Um, and how fitting that while our tenure here as students, um, we get to see that. Um, not something that our school <clears throat> has had a chance to do even as much as other A-10 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really special experience, one that you and I will certainly never forget. It also go, also adding to that Bucknell game, it also doesn't help that uh, Amadi Peasy fouled out, I think, with little under five minutes to go in the game. and He did. And um, was it, soon did as well. I yeah, think. so soon did as well. They're big big freshmen there too. I mean, so they really didn't have much down uh, down in the post presence. So they kind of were, were relying on rookie guards to win a, win a game against a very tough Bucknell team. I mean, don't get me wrong, Bucknell is a very good team in the Patriot League. They always have been. So, I mean, again, it was a learning experience for them. It's not like we got blown out by them. We lost 88-85 in OT. And also, Darian Griffin going down with an injury uh, very early in overtime really did not help the Bonnies in the long run of that overtime finish. And then a few days later, they play home against Jackson State, who is now one of the worst teams in Division One. We did end up coming away with a win 67-36. to Again, it was kind of like a build-a-confidence type game for the Bonnies, I would say. Yeah. It was more of a, for the freshmen to kind of get their feet wet into a way where they know that they would be able to win the game, but they were able to run the plays that they were set up to do and be able to um, re- regain their confidence back after a Bucknell loss. But uh, And then this past Monday on the 12th, they went to Niagara, and most Bonnies fans know that uh, the home opener last season uh, – started out against home against Niagara and we ended up losing that game. Wasn't that an overtime as well? You know, that's the only game I was not at. Really? I, I missed that game. I was at home oh. uh, because I normally go home Veterans Day and it happens to be my grandma's birthday. So I went home. And that's the only game that I that that that, that I did not attend as a home game and they lost that game. So, uh, and I believe that was a close game. And then I was at one road game, the one at the Dome. And, of course, Pine eventually won that one. But to go off what you were saying about um, the, the the level of competition that that was in Bucknell, Schmidt did say after the game that this, and, and he had fought it for a while, that this was one of their their most difficult um Home op- or not home openers, but one of their most difficult openers that they've had. Yeah, and they knew that going in. Um, in regards to Jackson State, look, this at the time was a team that was rated by Ken Palm of absolute dead last in Division One, and you know it was a sloppy game on both sides. People are are, are getting swatted constantly. Um, Osun had, I don't know how many blocks in the game. I believe Amadi did as well. I know for sure that Osun did. Um, And, and, you know, they held him to 36 points. That's very good. But if this is the worst team in Division I, you probably need to put up more than 67 points. Um, I'd say so, too. And so that's 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 what it comes down to. With that, I happen to just be looking. They played Delaware State 
coming up on December 1st. Mm -hmm. Currently, Delaware State is rated the worst team (laughs) in Division I, and Jackson State is now the second to worst. Um, So that is going to be a similar level of competition, but don't you play to your competition. You know, Bucknell was a very good team. They played a good game. Um, Jackson State comes in here very sloppy, and uh, Bonaventure kind of reciprocated that. So, yeah, as we're going to kind of move forward with this. So, Niagara, them going to Niagara this past Monday and losing again back-to-back years. They lost 80-72 to in regulation. Uh, definitely a very poorly played game. I was able to watch it at the end of at the second half of the game, and it just didn't. It didn't seem like the Bonnies were playing to their full potential, mm-hmm. missing shots, not allowing, uh, like th- just letting little things go, and just not running fundamental basketball, which ended up costing them in the long run. But now, as a future standpoint for the Bonnies, it's again, it's only been three weeks into the year. We have a long season ahead of us. Still haven't even gotten close to A-10 play. The next game is next Monday, the 19th, against Georgia State in the Cayman Islands. And then they would play the second and third rounds in the uh, next few days. After that, the opponents are still to be determined. But they do play Georgia State, and then they come back home and have a four-game homestand against Canisius, Delaware State, Siena, and nationally ranked Buffalo. In my opinion... If they come back from the Cayman Islands, I guess playing some decent teams down there, and then come home to play Canisius and Delaware State, where those are winnable games, it would really help them in the long run play against a better team in Siena and definitely against Buffalo. That Buffalo game is going to be a make or break for the season, I think. If you go into the Cayman Islands and do very well and then go and play Canisius, Delaware State, and Siena and win those games, you go into Buffalo – that game, which is on a Saturday, everybody's going to be there. It's going to be a loud game. If the Bonnies can pull out that win, I think that will make a big turnaround, especially for the freshmen, to give them that confidence. Like, yeah, we, we can be a top 25 team in the country. That, that'll just give them that momentum moving forward to play these games, against, moving into A-10 play against the teams that are ranked higher than them in the standings. And just give them that confidence, like, yeah, we, yeah, we may be the underdogs, but we can show that we're better than you. Yeah, and once again, it's early. They have a couple of tough games coming. Don't forget, there's also the game at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so that a few weeks later from Buffalo is going to be another test, and it comes with, you know, once again, it's very early on, mm-hmm. and right now with the injuries that they have, um, it actually is sort of a blessing for these younger guys. They're going to get experience. And that is a big thing that comes from this non-conference schedule. And the best part is, for people like us, we're going to get to watch these guys develop, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll tell you one thing, uh, especially by the end of the conference schedule this year, these guys are going to be playing better. And there's just no doubt in my mind that after the experience of all those games, especially with, you know, we've kind of covered, they have these sort of 
easy games early on. They're going to get some good competition, some really good competition coming up. And that is only going to help them going into conference play. Like you said, Buffalo at home with the crowds that they get, um, you know, it's going to be really, really tough for UB to come out with a win there. And, and, and the game at the Dome, you know, it's going to be, on the other hand, it's going to be very tough for Bonaventure to come out with a win there. Um I would say this, that I'm not sure about UB. I know that Syracuse has not played very well so far. Uh, You know, they haven't lost a game, but um, being in the top 25, um, they have not looked as sharp, but Mm -hmm. still very good. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. So, So I think that those two games against opponents like that is going to be so good. And, 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 you know, we'll see when LD gets back. That really hurt them. And and Courtney Stocker, and, too, also. And, and, you know, that those two, that really hurts them. These are guys, especially Courtney Stocker. Courtney Stocker, I do, I do believe Courtney Stocker was in the game against both Niagara and Bucknell. Again, it's not me personally being a bias, but I think he's a, it's an X factor. He makes a couple shots that some of the freshmen don't. He makes a couple defensive plays where the Bucknell or Niagara offense can't get a shot off. Like, I, I just feel that he's just a bigger X factor in a freshman who's still kind of learning the game at this level. Well, think about the impact that he had on some games last year. Yeah, even with – He was the absolute storyline mm-hmm. in some of these big-time games. Was he not – yeah, being was he of, not of that three overtime game, or, or or was it two overtimes? The one when we were on spring break last year was that the Davidson game? That was the Davidson game. He's like, even was he not the storyline in that game? Like, think about the people that were on. The yeah, he scored. Year. Yeah, he scored like the and first. And Courtney Stockard is still the guy mm-hmm. that people are talking about the next morning. Mm-hmm. So if you have him, you know, so it looks bad. But overall, I would say it looks to me like things are getting better. And especially when you get those guys back. And with it, you will have the experience from the younger guys getting that playing time in. And you're going to get the additions that you get from the veterans. And I think that's going to meld together nicely as they go into the conference schedule. Yeah, and once that conference schedule comes around, that's where it's all going to matter the most. So thank you for joining us for this week as we talked about the St. Bonaventure Bonnie season outlook. Tune in to us next week on Blog Talk Radio and Tap Integrator Olean. Thanks for listening.